One and one and one and one in. This podcast may contain bad language, listening of all scenes that people may find offensive, and bad language. So bad language twice, man. There's a lot of bad language coming up. Also, maybe you should drink every time I say, "Here's the point." I think that might be a good. That might be a good attitude to take. Also, every time Cadbury's World is mentioned, you should take a shot. This is episode forty. Roll it. Welcome to the Seesaw Podcast with Tea and Cleves. Each week, offering up a blurry perspective on life. Good happen! Shout out to our Danish listeners, because we have those. Let's hope that was done correctly. If it wasn't, I apologise, it's not my first language. Sitting here eating some schmerble. Schmerble? It's just sandwiches without a top on. Let me ask you this. Child or adult bread? Adult bread. And for anyone that doesn't know, child bread, white bread, adult bread, brown, preferably seeded. You know what? <laughs> I still only buy that. What, brown seeded? Yeah. I fucking love seeded bread. I, I, I think it's very delicious. White bread's just cake, isn't it, really? It's entirely cake. Like, if you smear some buttercream in your, in your white bread, the thing is, Victoria's it... sponge... It's the same as anyone who has, like, pumpkin bread and stuff like that. It's fucking cake. Oh, I like pumpkin bread. It is, but it's cake, mate. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> it's like gingerbread. It's not bread. There's no bread at all. It's got gingerbread and a fuck ton of sugar. Right, we're baking our topic here. Um, I, I love bacon. <laughs> not Kevin Bacon. Oh, Kevin Bacon. I love Kevin Bacon. It got too loose for me. Foot loose. He could have his Sunday shoes and they went for the window. Nah, and mate. I'm angry about what that. What about The Invisible Rapist, though? That film was great. The Invisible Rapist. Hollow Man. You know what? It wasn't he it. got pretty rapey pretty quick. I mean, quite it's only a 90 minute film, but. Yeah, you've got quick. to get your rape on pretty early if, if it's only 90 minutes. Cecil Podcast does not condone rape or Kevin Bacon. Even if you are invisible. Especially if you're invisible. Although that is the easiest way to get away with rape. Anyway, <laughs> fuck sake, we're getting far off topic, which so, is kind of what this episode is about. Yes, entirely. Episode forty. We're just going to do a bunch of fucking old cuts. Another short stories with tea and cleaves. Episode one just wasn't enough, so here's another short stories with tea and cleaves. Episode short stories with tea and cleaves. Warning: episode may not be short. So what's we got up, what we got lined up first? Right, coming up first is a bunch of shit that we cut from holiday-based episodes. Whether yeah. it's England or abroad, here they are. Enjoy, it's creamy. Holiday stories with tea These cuts may not be short. I think this was our Mexico trip when we got back and we were the first off the plane, like blind person sort of benefits, get for security, blind person benefit benefits. You think, oh, we're going to be waiting for our bags. And then like guys like, what's your bag look like? And we go, oh, this colour with this strap on it and this colour with this strap on it. And he comes back like two minutes later, here you go. Didn't even, uh, didn't we even waste there. time with the carousel. Mm. He just went and went, 
Yeah, nice. I've got them all here. And he just grabbed the bags. Like, great. The thing is, though, it could be the opposite way around. I flew to France once, and it was a, a very small airport. It was La Rochelle. And um, I got the disabled assistance on the way out. It was a Ryanair flight. Um, there's your error. Yeah, well, it was cheap, innit? And there's not many play, uh, not many airlines that fly to that that airport in France. And uh, they give you the disabled assistance, so you go to the check-in desk, and then someone's like, oh, I'll help you on your flight. I was flying by myself. So all they basically did was someone from Ryanair came and took me, sat me down on a departure seat. I basically sat there for like two hours. Because at this point, I feel a little bit like, well, this is where they left me now. How are they going to find me again? If I go off and wander around the shops and come back, I'm probably not going to find the same seat. So how are they going to find me to board the plane? Yeah. So I did that. I sat around, basically. I don't know, probably just played some phone games or something. And then they put me on the fly right at the front. Got a little bit of extra leg room. That was pretty solid. But then when we got to the other end, they must have been some sort of miscommunication because it wasn't blind that was conveyed. It was disabled. Just just disabled. Right. Mass term disabled. So everyone else had got off the plane. I was trying to get off pretty much straight away. And they were like, no, 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 sir. Sir, sir, sir. Calm down. <laughs> we'll help you off. Okay, fine. Everyone else had left. And then I started to get off um, with one of the crabbing crew basically walking with me. And as I started walking down the stairs from the plane to the ground, there was just some old person wheeling a wheelchair across the runway. <laughs> I got to the bottom and I was like, well, what do I do now? So I just basically sat in the wheelchair and then they wheeled me into the airport terminal. No security there whatsoever to get in. But I don't know, we were part of the EU at the time. It probably wasn't a problem. And then the baggage carousel starts coming around. At this point, it's just left me, just, just left me in a wheelchair, sat by the baggage carousel. Everyone else takes the bags off. I was a little bit concerned, like, what do I do? Is he going to get my bag? What's, what's going on here? Everyone else had got their bag and the terminal was starting to empty out. So I just picked up my bag, got out of the chair and left. <laughs> and then you look like a faker. That's what I mean, yeah. Got out of the wheelchair, <laughs> just stood up normally, as you like, picked up my bag and left. Tell you what is sorted. On one of those fancy dress nights, my dad was, uh, was there with family members and he dressed up as Zippy from Rainbow, like full onesie, giant Zippy head. Oh, I'm glad you said head. Because like, when you said sordid and zippy, I assumed that the zip would be somewhere else. The zip was down the back, which was <laughs> unfortunate for him because every time he needed to go for a piss, he had to, like, he was <laughs> going into the disabled toilet after me because he had to unzip the entire thing. And he was only wearing a t shirt and some boxes underneath. So he couldn't say he'd do a urinal job with that. He needed cuppies. Yeah, he did need something like that. Like, you always have those people who go over the top with these, these costumes. And this is one that he paid a pretty penny for. It was totally expensive. It was not a cheap costume. It did look good, though, from the photo I saw. Yeah, it was really good, really convincing. But also what ended up happening is you had, um, they called them bar angels, which were basically scantily clad women who would come to your table. And Oh, I thought you were going to say some sort of hair gel that came from Bahrain. No. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't that crazy. Bar angels. <laughs> All over the table. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Such a shit job. Oh, man, do you know what he should have done, right? If your dad had put that zippy costume on upside down, right, okay, and, and poked a few eye holes in the crotch so he could see, he could put his arms in the legs He's gonna see and, then, the... <laughs> and then unzip the mouth, piss hole, mate, done. 
And he could have gone a handstand in Zippy. <laughs> he could have done. It was about as sordid as Rainbow was towards the end. <laughs> it did get pretty bad. That last episode of Rainbow... Google it. It's, it's bad. Yeah, Google it. Last episode of Rainbow. Google it. Even if you don't know what Rainbow is, it was a, a British TV show for kids. Google it. There's only going to be one Rainbow episode that people Google, isn't there? Yeah. Just Google it. You'll find it. it it's a naughty episode. They knew that we're getting cancelled. Yeah. It was very much one of those, our funding's gone, so we're going to have fun with this. So, needs to say, my dad had a lot of pictures taken, a lot of selfies with his bar angels who bought you drinks sitting on his lap. All the time, my mum's staring daggers into him because he, he was drunk. He just wanted to be nice. It's like everyone came over. It right, right, right. It wasn't nice, just a bar sure. angels. But you'd have huge guys, like huge like skinhead blokes come over and they just tap on the shoulder. You think, Man, anyone could be a bar angel these days. It's like, that's going to get thumped here. Like, what has he done? And he go, excuse me, mate. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, can I have a picture? <laughs> because like you, like, the way this, the costume was, like it wasn't like they had the shitty eye holes cut yeah. out of it. Like it was like black. Like you, you looked out of the open mouth, but it was like black sort of gauze. So you couldn't. It was very convincing. Yeah, he still has it. It's for special uh, occasions. Special occasions. Role play. <laughs> Happy Valentine's, Mom. <laughs> do the voice. <laughs> he can do the voice as well. Quite convincingly. Jesus. That's why he went for it. <laughs> yeah, just don't look. I think I ordered it on my Amazon. I'll have to look up to see how much that costume cost. It was not cheap. Worth it, though. I mean, think of all the usage. Aye, oh, yeah. Yeah. Shall we move on? Yeah, I'm not sure how we got to that. Wasn't that a butt in the lens, Cleves? I guess. What so. I did find interesting there is the fact that you said the things about the stuff. Mm, definitely a generic wraparound. And also, Cadbury's World, am I right? No. Is Cadbury's World in this segment? <laughs> Not this one. Great. Random stories with Random stuff cut from Say random again, I dare you, I double dare you, motherfucker. I, I went on a few of those when I was younger. These away camps for visually impaired and blind kids. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be ungrateful for the opportunities I was given there, but they weren't normal activities. I wanted to play football and do all the, the normal things of basketball and wanted to be able to do that without Yeah, I I tried to I wanted to learn piano and then a teacher wouldn't teach me i tried to learn to swim and then the teacher wouldn't teach me i when i was growing up and these are like sticking points where they were just like i'm not teaching a blind kid and you just want to do normal things and like i said i'm not gonna like shoot on the fact that i did some really impressive things on these like sort of like away camps like five-day camps quite a things i did rock climbing abseiling actual sailing all sorts of stuff like that and like that's great these aren't regular activities Sometimes you just want to do what everyone else does. But I imagine they were done under, like, blink conditions as well, weren't they? They weren't, like... It wasn't just a a bunch of normal people and you have someone there with a disability as well. Yeah. Was it a full-on 
Oh, Bilton. It's loud. Yeah, they're really peddling them. He's drugs. right outside. He's cranked it. He knows what we're recording. He knows I'm buying. <laughs> he knows we're advertising. He used to get it in. I don't know. I I just I know they they want to give you the, as much opportunity as you can on these sort of things, but you can't make a hobby out of a lot of stuff. So. I mean, you can go down to your local lock, lock climbing. <laughs> you can go down to your local rock climbing center or your your local sailing center. Back then, they wouldn't entertain it. You were lucky yeah, if they were. You were lucky if they'd make any concessions for you. Mm. And we're not talking about making it cheaper, like concessionary payments, but all that. Like, they just won't entertain you. I don't know if it's necessarily that bad. Or at least not from my experience. I've still found it happens today, to be honest. There's been a few things in recent years that I wanted in, that I've had interest in and I've sent emails over just to sort of see if it's like, not even like a lot of accommodations that I would need, but then getting stonewalled or getting response saying no. And so, oh, okay. I want to take up archery at one point and there's an archery club near nearish by and I just email them because when you when you do blind archery I don't want to try it. Like you use a frame. Like all the equipment's the same, but you use a frame to sort of like position yourself. So I just asked them, do you have that? And they just just ignored me completely. And this is over Facebook, so I saw that they'd seen it. Yeah. And like just no response to stonewalled me. I'm like you can just say no. That's fine. If you don't have one Fine, stop blank. I mean, people, people I, I've historically worked with have also been fine. The one exception to that is stop feeding my dog. I don't want to have to keep telling you. Okay? It just, whenever I start work, I always start off by saying, These are the, here are the rules. I used to send out an email saying, You can give the dog a cuddle, that's fine, but when he's working or she's working, don't distract them. And do not feed them. And those rules last around two weeks. And then, you know how I know they've been fed? Because they're pooing more than they normally would. Because I give them their meals and I know how much to expect during the day. So I know how much quantity and how often it's going to happen. So you know what? If there's an extra poo on the way home and it's the same size as a normal poo, I know that someone's given my dog something. They don't just magic up feces. <laughs> That's not how it works. So I love how this is like a, a regular part of your life to the point that you know how much you shit to the amount and like, that's just part of being a dog owner. <laughs> yeah, well, you get to know each other and you have it. Like, he knows what time I get out of bed, so he'll be ready waiting for his breakfast. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he was waiting in the shitter to pick up yours. <laughs> <laughs> just to, to put his paw on the flusher. If only. <laughs> I mean, that would make him a yeah a great dog instead of just a good one. <laughs> yeah, they don't train them like they used to. No, they don't. <laughs> but the amount of emails I have to send, I follow up emails about. Don't feed him. Don't get him excited. If he's sleeping, leave him alone. Because dogs sleep anywhere between twelve and eighteen hours a day. Leave him alone if he's sleeping. Because if he's tired, he's not going to be as attentive when I'm trying to get home. Leave him alone. But people just forget about that. And they think, 
Oh, it's a dog. Oh, I think, oh. And they think, oh, what's the harm of half a biscuit? I'm only, yeah, I'm only giving him half a biscuit. But you know what? You don't know what anyone else has given him or who else is going to give him something at the end of the day. So before he gets to the end of the day, he might have had a whole pack of fucking digestives. Stop feeding the dog. Sounds like me. Well, yeah, but you work with cakes. No, I know, but there's always biscuits knocking about as well. Yeah. The thing is, as well, I bet you look like a bit of a prick sometimes when you ask him not to stop, to stop feeding them. Yeah, I do. But that just comes with the territory. It happens. We're digressing here. We're digressing. I'm not going to go into any more detail on it. Uh, we want to stay on topic. But we will do something about guide dogs in a bit more detail. But this, this is specific to work. So we didn't have built in interrupters for the entire last episode. But now he's shown up, and we were so disappointed with the quality of the last episode. This to the listeners, not you, Cleves. Whoa! Bilton has now shown up. Old Bilton from Bilton Keynes. Home of the Bilton Wanderers. Fucking hell. The worst thing is you didn't even hear the ice cream um, thing, because it's already been done. Yeah, I know, but he's going to do it when he drives off. You reckon he will? Yeah. I bet you. Let's give it a second. You're kind of forcing it in now, though. That's the... Yeah, yeah. but that's what... We're basically raping the listeners with Bilton by forcing it in. Yeah, but hold on. Wait for it. I can literally hear him driving off. Yep. Hold on. Motherfucker. (laughs) What is it? His jingle isn't even like anything that you would know. Like... There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just a, I feel like you should put a load of notes together. It's not even a real jingle. It's like, like, I used to have one that came, came around my place when I used to live in, like, Long Eaton. I used to go, do, 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 do. I used to literally play Match of the Day on his, uh. Wow, that's copyrighted to hell, that is. I think it was shit. Like, I liked it. No, I'm not about you. I'm not about him. I think it was shit, right? The point is, <laughs> the ice cream man, in fact, there used to be two. There used to be that guy that come around who played Match of the Day. And also, I can't remember what the other one was called. I can't remember the jingle, but I just remember them being called Forest Whip. <laughs> That's such a stupid name. Yeah. And you know, I like, yeah, I don't know what. Well, anyway, Match of the Day guy, he was our regular. But then Forest Whip came around during like the summer months. And don't get me wrong, Match of the Day guy wasn't as, um, should we say, conscientious as Bilton. He didn't come around on like Boxing Day or the middle of January, but he was a little bit more... He, ca- he came around way more than Forrest Whip. Forrest Whip only came out on the sunny days. She knew what she was doing. Fair. So, match of the day guy and Forrest Whip girl. And one day, they both came down my cul-de-sac uh, at the same time, and they both stopped screaming at each other. Like, ice cream men on different patches. You know, like, uh, I don't know if you've seen that PK thing, where yeah. Senor Whippy and... Uh, and Peter K, soft scoop versus whippy. It was a little bit like that, to be honest. <laughs> but unfortunately, Matt of the Day dude was around a little bit more often. So that's the guy that I that's the guy that I went with. Wow. I mean it's turf war. It is turf war. Ice cream turf war. And back then as well, it wasn't about the drugs, it was about the ice cream. Yeah. Surely about the whip. Cool whip. So wasn't that a lot of random shit there, Cleves? Yeah, we probably cut that for a reason. Not enough Bilton anymore. No, Bil- Bilton's dead. He's dead to us. Like, fuck it, what's last? Last is the Cabra's no, I said World last. incident. 
The Cavvy's World Incident. Chocolate stories with tea and leaves. Getting tons of mileage out of a single jingle. Chocolate stories with tea and leaves, but mainly cleaves. Chocolate stories with tea and leaves. The views of cleaves do not express the views of Seesaw Podcast. Whilst well, Galaxy, Lint, Nestle, Kinder and dirty calendar chocolate may be superior in every single way to Cadbury's, we believe that all chocolate bars were created equally. Do you know what? I'm just going to say it. Bonneville chocolate is pretty decent. Cadbury's World? Have you ever been to Cadbury's World? No. Oh, okay. Cadbury's World is in Birmingham, for those of you that didn't know. It sucks. God damn, it sucks. Right. Okay, I'm I'm literally basing this on the time that I went there I went there with business school when I was in sixth form. <laughs> business. Business. We're talking about business. <laughs> it is the American way. It's the British way. <laughs> okay. I mean, we missed the boat there on that reference. Well, it's Christmassy. It is. It is. I went there with business. Business <laughs> school. And, uh... <laughs> Look, so stupid. The point is, we went there with business and we had a marketing talk and it lasted about an hour and a half. I don't remember the, the ins and outs of it. The main thing I remember from the marketing talk is the guy turned to me and said, look, if you had the choice between mini eggs and Turkish Delight, what would you keep? I was like, well, mini, mini eggs. eggs. Yeah, Turkish Delight's big bag of wank, isn't it? No one likes that. <laughs> and they're like, hang on a second. Firstly, no. Turkish Delight is ridiculously cheap to make. We marketed it as something super exotic, so we put a super high price on it. Mini eggs come around once a year at Easter, and fuck those, fuck those mini eggs. And I was like, oh, all right then. <laughs> and then I went around Cabris World, and let me tell you this, it's roughly the same price as Alton Towers, minus 10 quid, so not really the same price, but it's the same price, minus 10 quid. And... Um, there's not a lot there. You walk around, you look around, and he's like, oh, yeah, there's, there's, a few, there's a few things about chocolate, how it came over here, whatever. Then you go on this really... Cr- oh, actually, no. You don't go on the crappy bean ride just yet. They give you some chocolate. But it's not the good chocolate. You don't get Galaxy... Uh, Galaxy? I wish you did get Galaxy. Oh, God, that'd be sweet. I want to go to Mars World. You get, like, a, uh, a dairy milk or a button something plain dream at the time remember dream it was the, oh, the white bland. version of Cadbury's chocolate it's yeah. bland well yeah everything's bland at Cadbury's isn't it strong words I I'm going to say that strong words strong words yeah some people might oppose that yeah most people will a lot of them will uh, basically anyone that's complete scum will argue that point <laughs> wow I'm sorry Galaxy is better chocolate Kinder is better chocolate Lint is better chocolate uh, on the chocolate hierarchy, Cabris is somewhere near the bottom. What about Nestle? Nestle I'd put above Cabris. It's a strong words. I'd put calendar chocolate above Cabris. <laughs> what about Cadbury's calendar chocolate? Okay, admittedly, that is still below regular calendar chocolate. <laughs> and by regular calendar chocolate, I mean, you know, the, you know, the garbage calendar chocolate that you get. Yeah, when you go to a pound shop and get a Spongebob square. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, anything that's like... <laughs> Yeah, like it's Yeah, when your fingers are greasy after having a piece, you know it's not good. Exactly, that's what I'm talking about. 
So anyway, you look around like Cadbury's world for a little bit. They give you a free bit of dairy milk. Oh, thank you. You give me a bit of plain chocolate. Fuck you. And then you go on this crappy bean ride. And it's like little... Um, I wonder how you feel about it. It's like little crappy, like, um, cocoa beans. And they're like, oh, look! And there's, you know, they are, they're like the really shitty... I don't know how to describe them. But you know, like, there's like... Um, Little prosthetic beans, basically, and every now and again they move a little bit, like, oh, yeah, we're the beans. Are, I yeah. thought you said prostitute beans there for a second. Probably is a dude. Hey, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Want to flick my bean? <laughs> oh, good lord. But, okay, that's how it went down anyway, and there were some chocolatey fillings at the end of it. I bet there was. Anyway, you go on this like, little, I'm going to call it a bean coaster, but it wasn't really a bean coaster. You kind of sit in a, like, a little bean machine to reference that um, and then you go like a little roller it's, it's not really a roller coaster you kind of sit in like a, a roller coaster car shaped like a bean right. and it goes about two miles an hour and it's like welcome to the land of beans <laughs> we get the beans from this place and then we get the beans from this place and then we make the beans into chocolate and it's like a really shitty boring tour of how <laughs> beans are turned into chocolate Anyway, finally, finally, because I've never been on such a boring roller coaster in my life. I've honestly, I've been on like fairground ghost trains that have been better. And you get off these be- the bean coaster, and then you get to the place where it's like, oh, this is where we make all the chocolate to begin with. And then it's like, all it really is is melted Cadbury, and there's some like quote chocolatier dipping a little bit of. Well, I can't remember, I, do you know what? It's been such a long time. I can't remember. It was like a little bit of marshmallow. I think it was marshmallow. He did a little bit of marshmallow in melted cabbage chocolate. He's basically got a fucking chocolate fondue. That's basically all he's got, <laughs> right? Fine. But because it's in like a little square pit, it makes it look more. I don't know what it is. Like it may, because it's in a little square pit, it makes it more look like luxury. Right. It's not like a little crappy chocolate fountain, but it's basically the same thing. It may as well have been doing that. Hmm. It dips a little bit of marshmallow with some chocolate pool. And I said, here you go, try that. And puts it in a little bit of paper. And you're like, oh, actually, that is quite nice. But really, all it is is melted cabaret on a bit of marshmallow. And then <laughs> you get another, like, plain cabaret chocolate bar or a, a bag of buttons. And then you leave. Cabaret's world. Oh, and then, actually, no, no, no. Because there's a shop at the end. And it's like, oh, would you like to buy these rejected cabaret bars? For, like, 30p. I'm like, I've just got three walking around. Only I paid 40 fucking quid for these bars. And now you're offering me for 30 pence? I would have rather come to the... I would rather have gone to the shop at the end and you just give me these rejected cabaret bars for 30 pence than me having to walk around the goddamn museum for like 40 minutes, which again, not a great thing, is it? If you can walk around the entire thing in like an hour and it's cost you 40 fucking quid and all you get is some buttons and then they're, they're selling you the buttons at the end for like half price. Why? Why would you want that? Like, I can go £10 more, 50 quid, I can go to Orton Towers and spend the entire day there. And with the blinky pass, I can get on all the I, I can get on all the rides without having to queue. Whereas Cadbury's World, I've got to walk around with the rest of the little cock bags there. Oh, there's little kids as well. Oh, yeah, you see me shouting. Fuck off. All you're getting is a little piece of dairy milk. I'm going to co op and buy you that. God damn, Cadbury's World. So shit. I hate Cabra's World. <laughs> Do you know the best part of Cabra's World was? That marketing speech, because it taught me never to buy Turkish Delight. 
<laughs> God damn. That's the mile art story. Don't buy Turkish delight. It's a ripoff. Again, I just need to emphasize this as well. Emphasis? Emphasize. What I need to do is emphasize this. Is Cabbage World again is not suitable for blinkers. Like, even though I took the tour, mo- most of it was quite dark. As you can imagine, it's purple, black and white. So, as you're walking through Cabbage World, a lot of the shit that you see about the beans and stuff, I can't even see. I'm, I'm literally getting someone to read this for me. So it's, it's literally pointless for me as well. I imagine even if you could see what was going on, you would be annoyed. To the point where you got to the bean coaster, and you're probably just thankful to sit down, if I'm honest. Because, the, the ch- actually, maybe that's it. Maybe they give you that um, dairy milk every now and again just to, to satisfy you. Like, oh, you, you might be really pissed off, but here you go, buddy. Have some chocolate. <laughs> this, will, this will make you happy again. But it won't. Because all it comes is, it, it, like, it temporarily satisfies you. But the thing, actually, no, it doesn't satisfy you because you think, oh, nice, I've got some chocolate bar. And then you think, oh, that's good. But you don't actually eat it at the time, so you don't get the endorphins from the chocolate. You put it in your back pocket and think, oh, yeah, I'll have that later. In fact, no, I tell a lie. They might give you a little crappy polythene bag to put all your chocolate in, your goodies in. You know what I mean? You're going to get this as you go around. Like You might want to put all your chocolate in there, but really all you're going to get is three fucking bars of dairy milk. In which case, you can get for like three bars of dairy milk, actually, at a co-op. It's like a, it's like a pound. <laughs> it's about a pound, yeah. But I spent 40 quid to go around here. <laughs> I'd like to think, it li- well, if I'm honest, I'd like to think the 35 quid of that is the marketing speech because that's what I like the most. Point is, if you're blinky, don't go to Cabbage World either because it is pointless. It's so pointless. Museums are pointless, but that is the most pointless of the pointless chocolate museums. Go stand outside. Go, if you, honestly, just go stand outside Mars, Mars Galaxy I'm sure people will probably give you free, free galaxy just to go away, and that's probably more. It's probably more what you want than having to walk around Cabris World for an hour. Getting three shitty Cabris, you can get one, one galaxy from just that stand, just from being a nuisance standing outside their building, just to get you to go away. Or if you're drinking age, go to Ashvale. In Hampshire, go to the Hogsback Brewery. Fifteen quid, and you will get absolutely smashing drunk because they'll just do the tour there. That's where you should go. What's that got to do with chocolate? I'm just saying, like you could do the Hogsback tour for three times. Oh shit! Yeah, I see. Yeah, rather than go to Cabbage World once. Don't, yeah, I'd rather do that. Go on, go on any brewery tour. Go on the there's the there's the gin tour. Go just literally go on any kind of brewery tour. Ever go to Alton Towers, just pay the extra 10 quid, go get the bar and get all free like cereal tickets on the back of the cereal boxes. Go, they even do that anymore. I don't know. The point is, if you're a blinky as well, you get like a, a special ticket, don't you? Like a carrot ticket to go to Alton Towers. I don't know whether you get that to Cabris World, but if you do, don't bother, just go to Alton Towers, pay the extra money, split the halvesies with the, with the person that can see, go have a good time. Don't go and get some crappy chocolate. Just go to co-op. In fact, just, just spend a quid, spend two quid at co-op before, or, or like Tesco's or wherever you want to go. Oh, the supermarkets are available. And I mean, get, grab some ch- cabbage chocolate and then take that. Just take it with you 
Tom, Tom Towers. Towers. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy then, that. Then you've got ultimate Cadbury's in world. Fact, in fact, I tell you what, right? Eat it just before you go on the ride and then throw it up afterwards and you can enjoy it twice and you get twice as much fun. <laughs> Good Lord. Right? You get twice as much fun as you would at Cadbury's World. On oh, fuck Cadbury's World. Fuck them. <laughs> fucking hate Cadbury's World. Ah. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> this is God's sake. It's <laughs> got so out of hand. Do you know as well, as well, like, they sell water at the Cadbury's World, like, why would I want to buy water? Like a pound a bottle. Fuck off. Like... What if you're dehydrated? You would be after all that chocolate, that's the thing. <laughs> that's where they try and get you. Oh, would you like to buy a 500ml bottle of water for a quid? No, I fucking wouldn't. I've been to W.H. Smith's, like, at a station. And I could still buy, like, two gallons for less than that. <laughs> A sick Cabra's world. So I just want to say that the Seesaw podcast doesn't have any negative opinions about Cabra's world and that anything that's said by Cleves is his own opinion. Do you know what the thing is, right? As <laughs> oh, well, God. The thing that pisses me off about Cabra's world is <laughs> a year later, like I think Cabra's world was lower sixth and upper sixth, we went to Alton Towers and I spent half an hour listening to a marketing speech at Alton Towers but guess what the best part of Alton Towers was? It wasn't the marketing speech like Cabrin's World. It was fucking Alton Towers. Because we got to go on every single shitting ride for like 16 quid. You know what I got for 16 quid at Cabrin's World? Fucking nothing. Lick the chocolate off your fingers and listen closely. That's a good episode. Yeah, welcome to 40. We're going to... I'd like to say we're going to do better after the 40th. We're definitely not struggling for ideas. What do you... However, please tweet us at ideas at (laughs) Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed Volume 2. Until next time, bye. Thanks for listening to the Seesaw Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Seesaw Podcast, Twitter, Seesaw Pod. You can email us at seesawpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok and Instagram at Seesaw Podcast or Seesaw Pod, depending on which one we want. But get us on the other places. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience. That was a short stories episode with tea and please some shitty outtakes with an even shittier overplay jingle. Short stories with tea and please episode the episode clocked in at 34 minutes 57 seconds.